That's Dorm. right. Some good old great northern beer. Oh. <laughs> and let me tell you, to my surprise and also Blake's surprise, because we paint together, the paint was even better than it was before it dried up. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened, but it was a lot better. It was even more metallic than it originally was, and I don't understand why. I'm just accepting more metal when you add beer. I'm just accepting the fact that it happened. Uh, there's only one downside to using beer to thin <laughs> uh, your paints. Your paints. And that is, it will work up quite the stench. to the hobby table i'm your host blake here with today with obleron oh hello guys let me just tell me about this amazing week i've had i've done so much stuff man i'm so excited to talk about it um uh, obi aren't we forgetting someone what oh right bowen hey hey dude how are you i i'm good i'm glad to be included <laughs> <laughs> no, me. seriously. How are you guys? Obi, are you good, my man? Oh, yeah, man, totally. I think we can get more into it later, but I think I, we need to introduce Bowen yeah, properly. Bowen. Like, come on. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. You're back. Um, We can edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, all right. What's everyone been up? What's everyone been up to with their hobbying? Oh, What's dude! What's happening? Uh, I've done so much this week. Like I've uh, refinished my desk. I've moved all my stuff over. I recorded some stuff and noticed that I had a weird echo. So I built some bass traps, and now I think my audio is pretty good. So I'm pretty happy. How, how many? How many fish have you caught in the bass traps? Oh, not not. One of those, buddy. No, oh, one of those. Oh, oh. But f- oh. talking about fishing, you've been fishing. T- <laughs> tell, tell me about your trip, well, man. It all started when I went on holidays. And um, I'm just like, you know, after that, some buddies of mine live on a pretty small uh, offshore island with uh, lots of fish and lots of alcohol. So I've been uh, living the normal day walker life, but uh, in the sun, on the beach, catching lots of fish, drinking lots of mojitos. So, um, if I'm a bit dead this episode, it's because it's been a long holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, my friend. Bowen, how about you, man? What have you been up to? I've been boring, and I've just been painting Necrons. Oh, well, that's progress, man. You've been doing some hobbying. That's great. Yeah, I've actually been that's... hobbying. Look at me go. That's not boring at all. You've been doing, you've been doing the real stuff, man. Yeah. You've been working for the Silent King. <laughs> exactly dude well done well guys what are we doing today for our episode uh i thought what are we thinking about gundams uh, and I, i'm feeling like it's a shenanigans day like oh. maybe some gundam shenanigans oh yeah man 
I'm feeling it. Is that a reference yeah. to this this episode's title? Wow, crazy. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe it's a reference that anytime Obi's involved in anything, there are shenanigans. Oh, don't no, play no. Pokemon TCG with this guy. He will hurt you. <laughs> that's, shenanigans. Let's talk about that another episode. I think we can leave oh. Pokemon for an own episode. Oh. All right, but I'm, oh, I'm not in case it wasn't this. obvious, this episode's about Gundams and Gunpla. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Let's go. Yes. Alright. Oh okay guys. First of all, what the fuck is a Gundam and a gunplot for our less weebier of uh listeners? Who wants to explain? Oh, I think the guy I think the guy who owns the most mechas here should definitely take this one. Oh, that's true. Uh are you gonna explain are you gonna explain (laughs) it? No, it's not, you, no, no, uh, not me. Um, alright. In simple layman's terms, uh, Gundam is an anime about mechs that fight, whereas Gunpla are model kits that are based on said anime, and they look really cool. Yeah, uh, so, yep, that's... Basically, <laughs> basically, they're model kits of, um... Yeah, these big mech. And, and don't think like Imperial Knights from Warhammer mechs. Think like super slick, really fast, like, you know, lightsabers, blasters, like yeah. fucking really elaborate designs. And they have these signature V fins on their head. Like, you know, that's usually the telltale sign that that's a Gundam. Yeah, yeah. Like, Honestly, compared to like, mm-hmm. compared to like Warhammer, they almost seem very flamboyant. Y- yeah, I would yeah. say so. I think they actually relate a little bit more to the Tau models. If I if I actually put in instead of knights, they they definitely yeah, they, share the Asian vibes. vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think that's probably why I like Tau so much. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of weird because when I started Warhammer, I, I kind of wanted to start knights instead of of Tau because yeah. of the big mech thing, which is also why I because I I came from Gunpla. But, um, yeah. th- how did you guys actually get into Gunpla? Or Gundam, for that matter? Um, okay, so for me, my friends Marshall and Sarah are both into them. They used to have them in the cupboard for some reason. I'm like, what the fuck are those? And they showed me, and I was like, okay. Thought nothing of it. And then over time, you know, I was sort of like, I got back into Warhammer. I'm like, oh, I want to build other models. And, um... Eventually, I was in um, this really shit space in my life, and I just needed some distractions. Um, and I wasn't quite up to painting, so I uh, went to the hobby store, just started smashing into buying these Gunpla models, and I had a lot of fun building them. So, yeah. here we are now, you know? Yeah. What about you, Bowen? Um, I'm pretty sure, if memory serves me correctly, we went to the hobby store at the same time. And we both bought Gundams at the same time. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is, I'm a bad influence. No, what I remember is you bought that orange one, and then I bought the double O Diver for like $20. <laughs> and yeah, then I, built I, it like within the hour of getting home, and I was like, this looks cool. Let's buy more. Yeah. <laughs> I built the ba- the Bawoo. Um, uh, that's yeah, what, what about called. you, Obi? Well, well, how did you discover these, dude? Because they're yeah. a pretty fucking niche thing. Yeah, you know, I think it kind of more started with me uh, watching the Gundam Wing anime series when I was a kid. I think they they started airing when I was like 12, 13. 
And um, relating that to Gunpla, a local store, or well, if a local stain, like a, a chain of stores, actually sold model kits as well. And these were like the first, you know, high grade models they they made of the 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 wing series. So I was tracking them down. Oh, wow. And, Old uh, school, yeah. Yeah, I, I found them. My mom sent them to me when she moved. So I've, I've got them again, and I think I'm going to do some kit bashing with them to see if I can actually yeah, get them bro. back. I, I had, like, an Ultra, an Ultron, the green one with the double claws, uh, a tall oh, geese, yeah. and a wing. So I, those three kits I had when I was a kid, and my god, like, think half half of the whole things are just glued together messes <laughs> you know when you didn't know any better you actually use them as a, a a toy to play with and yeah what do you mean when you didn't know any better i still don't bear i'm all like quing, quing, quing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking mushing them together oh yeah yeah but they broke oh. so easily at that time so uh they yeah. still do they still do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, oh, yeah. That's funny. But I, I, Why'd you call me the fucking Gundam expert? I haven't even seen any of the shows. Oh. Well, well, see, I actually did it the reverse. So I was aware of the shows, but I got into the shows from building the models. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know if that's normal, but that's what I did. Yeah, I, so I, I think the closest I, thing I have to ever watching one of these shows was Zoids. I watched Zoids growing up. That was like the closest thing. Yeah, well, okay. they are similar to Zoids, really, except Zoids are animal-based. And there are cool Zoid model kits, which I will try out in the future. So, uh, if you're a Zoids fan, wait around for that bad boy. And if you're not a Zoids fan, I don't know how to deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I, I did briefly mention, like, high-grade, uh, previously. But I actually, I think the name for those were actually no-grade, because they couldn't actually class them as any grade uh, how, oh. yeah and because the, they were in the in a bigger scale but they didn't really match the master grade i, I guess yeah. okay so so we should probably explain how the grades work with Gundams because i think that's a big thing when people first get to it. it's very confusing correct i think that's um, a good good starting point yeah all right well so i guess i'll start um First cab off the rank is high grade. So, um, they're your basic, basic guys. They're, uh, 144, one 144th scale, um, with lower detail, right? Yeah. Now, what that means, they're still very nice models, and I think, like, if you're doing custom stuff or kit bashing, they're probably the best, because yeah. they're very cheap, um, and very easy to assemble. Um, and they do look good if you put the work in. Um, but... They're a great place to start until the Gundam bug bites. They're only like 30, 40 bucks each. And uh, on the little box, a lot of it will be in Japanese, but it will say HG in big yeah. like letters in gold. And yeah. they're really easy to get with. Um, and with the scale, just quickly, the way that works is um, in the TV shows and that, each mecha suit has a canonical height, and they will be 1 144th the size of whatever that suit's height is in the show. Yeah. So there can there can be, you know, really large high grades because in the show they are gigantic. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not all the same height. It does go on a scale. 
So mm. yeah. Uh, Obi, would you like to do real grade? Yeah, the real grade is the same one out of 144 scale, but they introduce a lot more details into these guys. Uh, usually things like movement, for example, can be way upgraded, but the looks are just way better. Like a few more panels, a few more panel lines, uh, just way more details chucked into the same scale, actually. Yeah, I think I'd really like to do a few more real great kits because they're a, they're a section that I completely ignored because I started doing master grades and I'm like, all right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. I was going to uh, say one of my favorite real grades isn't even actually a Gundam, it's uh, the Ava 01 kit they released. Oh, yeah. Goddamn, that model is nice. The Evangelion one. I yeah, definitely want to try one of those. Yeah, very cool. Oh, they're so good. Uh, Bone, would you like to tell us what no grade is? Uh, no, because I don't know what that is. Oh, alright, then uh, I'll do it. <laughs> I could do, do Master Grade, though. So, oh. without actually reading off the script, <laughs> Master Grade oh, is script? 1 100 scale with the same detail as a real grade, except bigger. And uh, a little birdie told me it's mine and Blake's favorite ones. Oh, actually, yeah, I think... same for me, man. Like, the Master Grade, because they are bigger, and they give you a little bit more freedom to do stuff with. I yeah, think honestly, it's my standard. And and to be fair, they do have greater detail, actually, a little bit, than the real grade. Especially yeah. the newer kits. The older ones were sort of around the same. Like, mm. if you look at, like, the wing kits and stuff like that, they're very similar to real grade in quality, like, with the detail. Yeah. But anything newer than the last, like, six years, mm. the detail is freaking insane, dude. Like, it's yeah. fucking crazy. And they're yeah. my favorite. Um, so I'll get on to it. A no grade kit is a one one hundred kit that isn't a master grade. So it's kind of they kind of have more of a high grade level of detail, but they're yeah. still one one hundred. And as crappy as that sounds, some of them are really cool because they do yeah. some really offbeat kits in them sometimes. Yeah. But um, I think it's very much a thing that they're starting to phase out as they go forward. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, yeah. Like I said, the earlier kits that I had were definitely no grades, and they're they're fading them out. You can f you can find one or two maybe here and there on on different Japan sites, but they're getting really rare to find. Yeah, I, I mean, Bowen has a no grade uh, Death Scythe. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I think I have the same one. <laughs> like, yeah, is that a no grade? Surely not. Yeah, dude. no, it is, dude. It is. I bought it for you. I remember. You did indeed. I did. Yeah. Very um, generous of you. Alright. Well, would someone tell me what the fuck a perfect grade is? <laughs> I got you covered there, chief man. Uh, perfect grades are 1 160th scale. Wait, hold up, no. They're 1 dash 60th scale. Yeah. They're 160th, uh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I meant. Uh, they also are very expensive because yeah. they're very big. They have a lot of parts, and quite a few of them have their own little LED kits in them to make them mm -hmm. light up, and they yeah, look full cool of shit. They are the creme de la creme of Gundam kits, honestly. Like each part is so meticulously made and crafted, and like I think it'd, I haven't done one yet, but I'm fucking excited to. I'm just mm. preparing my wallet for the hurt. 
Oh, yeah. Because they're like, they run you a minimum of 300 Australian. Yeah. And that only goes up from there, you know. But they're fucking huge, too. Yeah, that's it. Actually, there is another scale. Uh, 148th. They only, I think, they only make one, the RX 78 in that scale. He's oh, just, the mega uh, scale. yeah, the mega scale. It's huge. I, I thought that perfect ray was already big, but the mega scale is just ridiculous. Now the detail on those are are kind of similar to to like a high grade, I'd say, because they are meant to be cheaper but big enough. But yeah, they're they more for cool. kids. They're more for kids to like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think they. I do believe they've just bought out another grade. I think it's Master Grade EX or some shit. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm not across it fully, but I believe it's like a really specced up version of the uh, the Master, the master grade. grade. And they yeah. also have um these little chibi ones called uh SD, which is super deformed. That basically little chibi fucks you know like yeah. really cute there's some Hello Kitty ones and I think there's also high res ones which are really expensive but really pretty perfect grade detail on a master grade scale model yeah, so, yeah. really cool yeah yeah a, a really lot cool. of a lot of different ways to get your hands on some kits and they they kind of differ from price point as well I think the cheaper no grade high grades and then you go to master grade real grade up to perfect the SD kits are of course I think and similar as the high grade and the no grades yeah yeah I'd agree with that um so what characterizes a Gundam model to you guys like how does it differ from Warhammer because I know for me it scratches a different part of that hobby itch yeah, I'd say instead of just regular grey plastic, they are actually pre-coloured plastic. So they, they have their colour scheme that you would see them in the shows as. Probably not 100% yeah. accurate, but pretty damn close. Uh, Absolutely. And, and they look incredible when you put them together, so... And I don't know about you, but I find it very exciting when you open up that new box... You just got like a big box of all these really multicolored runners, and it's just like, ah, excitement! Oh yeah, you know? all the sprues. Yeah, it's rad. Lots yeah. of sprues. Yeah, uh, I, Bowen, I, what else would you say? Sorry, Obi. Well, I mean, if I had to describe, you know, Gumpla very simply, it's pretty much just adult Legos. Like you have hundreds of pieces. <laughs> Like had to, to build a gun. <laughs> yeah, I did because it's a good analogy. It's just adult Legos, man. Instead of instead of those little yellow fucks, you know, they have like legs that go only like two ways. You got a giant fucking robot, and they look cool as shit, you know. And as opposed to Warhammer, where it's like you got a piece for like you know separate pieces for the legs, your arms, torso, helmet. You know, yeah, like yeah. you're building, you're building, you're building the the Gundam from the ground up so all the inner workings of the arm depending on what you know grade you get mm-hmm. um, all different like armor panels and stuff like that like you can I, I think Gundam is just as customizable as Warhammer because you know there's so many different things you can do besides just build them mm-hmm. like you could paint yeah. them if you really wanted to like uh, we, you could airbrush would, them for example 
<laughs> I think we'll get into that soon, but I think there's still a few more things that are that do characterize Gundams. Um, like the detail of a build is insane. Like yeah, like you said, like yeah, there's more parts, but it's also like when you do Warhammer, it's like a cast thing. Like there's say a piston on something, like uh, like a knight. Mm-hmm. It's just there. Whereas, like, with a Gundam, for that joint, you will assemble that piston for that Gundam. No, yeah. you know, and, everything and, is so detailed. And Down that thing will move as well. They even put a little well. pilot in them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know? Yeah. Because um, the latest RX I built, that one even had, like, moving pistons um, for the legs and everything. It was, it was yeah. a really cool build to do. And a lot of them can even transform. Yeah, like yeah, into yeah. like little jets and shit. They have like full gimmicks. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. But yeah, as you were saying, Bon, what's some shit that you can do with Gundams? Like, okay, so you got this sick Gundam. You ripped it out the box. You fucking poured your blood, sweat, and tears into crafting it into a kick-ass mecha. What can you fucking do with it, man? Well, if you get some of that blood and sweat, you could put it in an airbrush and then make it look weathered. One, blood for okay. the blood card. Okay. Um, well, yeah. You can. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could just do your own color scheme again with an airbrush. It's probably easier. Yeah. Um, I think airbrushing Gundams has been becoming really good. Making your own custom skins, adding more panel lines. Uh, yeah, just add a little bit more details. Like we'll go into it later to to just. Make the model pop even more. Yeah, I, I actually did. I actually custom painted one. Um, I had a goof custom, and on the box he looks like he's like Space Wolf Gray, but he was like baby blue, and yeah, I was yeah. like, man, I ain't doing this. So I actually pulled him all apart. It took me months, hmm. but I actually did him in like an Iron Man color scheme and made him look like a Hulkbuster. Oh, and sweet. it turned out so well. Like I was, I wasn't organized, and I know I could do it better. But it was a fun thing to do, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other cool thing is you can do with them, you can make sick as fuck dioramas, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen some crazy shit. Because of their size, you can really get a lot of detail into any environment you put around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. make it look tiny. Like, you can make little houses and stuff. And, like, I've seen some mind-blowing shit. I saw this one. One of the people that did Warframe, the game... Mm-hmm. They designed their own custom Gundam, made it, and then put it in a diorama. And it was oh, just yeah. fucking mental, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was real cool. Yeah, that That's actually how I managed to get into Warhammer, because I I wanted to make a huge city-like diorama for all the, the Gundam kits that I've collected. I, I mainly collect the, the wing kits, and I just wanted yeah. an iconic scene where the tall geese is flying over... And there's a bunch of Leos gathered around the cities, having supplies in all the buildings, having one inside the building, like a hangar, ready to pop up. And then have, like, one or two, like, there's a few scenes where the wing and the heavy arms will be shooting their way into a base. And I, I kind of wanted to recreate that whole scene you as know, a diorama. You could, you could probably use guardsmen as troops on the ground, yeah. like Imperial Guardsmen. Yeah, because like some of those commissars and stuff, they look similar to some of like the the officers and shit from Gundam. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just the scale think... difference then, though. Yeah. yeah, but, like, those little... Oh, I suppose, yeah, you're right. But I guess it depends on what scale you use. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But, I, I mean, I don't know. You figure it out. Um, that's it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's also, I believe, a tabletop game. Um, as far as I understand. Where oh, they yeah. use 144th models to play basically a war game. Like, I think I'm going to look into it a little bit more, but it sounds really fun. Yeah, yeah. It I, really does. Uh, that, that's kind of why I moved from Gunpla over to Warhammer as well, because I wanted... I, I had these cool models, but then I didn't really feel like I could do anything with it, because I don't think yeah. Gundam is that well-known in, in our regions here in Europe. So Warhammer... Warhammer is way more known, so uh, that that's kind of why I switched mm. over to doing Warhammer to be able to have that social interaction again. So, yeah, see, I don't think it's too much difference here in Australia because we're obviously a lot closer to Japan mm-hmm. and stuff like that than we are, you know, oh, yeah. Europe, Europe uh, geographically at least, if not culturally. Mm-hmm. So we get quite a lot of gunplay here. Like, it's not hard for us to track it down. Like our local toy store, yeah, sells gunpla. You know, like, you can just walk in and buy a model kit. And they only just got Warhammer. Oh, So, yeah, yeah. So it's sort of weird here. But, yeah. Um, guys, say I walk into the toy store and I'm buying my first Gunpla. Where do I start? Where the fuck do I start? Bowen, where the fuck do I start, man? Um, I think, like, for me, especially, I think... The best thing you can do is just to start with the high grade, just yep. because, a it's not that big of a like financial, like, you know, it doesn't cost a lot to get a high grade model. As you said, about twenty thirty dollars Australian here will get you one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah but they're also, fine. but you know, the high grades are not too hard. But, like, you know, they can give you a bit of a challenge, like, especially if it's, like, your first time ever building a model kit. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, yeah. it just gives you an opportunity to experience the hobby itself and, you know, like, learn how to assemble, you know, a thing where it literally just snaps together. Yeah, like, that's you know, it's exactly. not like Legos where it has, like, big things that you just mesh together. Um, mm. But, you know, like, you can, you know, and then from there you can start to, you know, do some even more small things, like, trying to get rid of like your cut marks you know off the pieces cleaning those up yeah, yeah. um you can get a yeah. bit of ink and then you know do what's called panel lining where like you put ink into the little crevices to really bring depth into what yeah. is you know especially in high grades a very flat you yeah, know, yeah matte yeah. surface yeah so i mean like obviously when you buy these model kits you're gonna need some essential tools that not everyone has laying around the house Um, you know, so like, you're going to need things like side cutters. Um, you know, like I, I suggest a good set. Um, if you want to be like, have the ultimate clout amongst your nerdy friends, God hands are a thing, but honestly, the cheapest of cheap ones will work. God hands are like, Hey, I got money to burn. I don't want to fuck with nubs. So you just buy God hands, but you don't need them. I use like, I bought a little kit for 15 bucks with some tweezers, some side cutters, and a whole bunch of other little things. And I've had them for like two years. It's not yeah. a big deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. What, what else? I mean, what would you go to next? Uh, sandpaper. Like, if you... If, a lot of the malls, when you clip them off the sprue with your side cutters, they're gonna have these little nub marks. It's kind of similar to the marks that you would have on, on Warhammer. Uh, and there's different ways to, to get rid of these. And, and you can usually go by just with your hobby knife and scrape it off. But I think sandpaper will definitely give you a smoother surface and then you just go up the gradient. So you start with like a, a 200 grit and then you go up to a thousand grit or even 2000 grit. And yeah. as, a, as a final extra little detail there, if your girlfriend has some nail files and nail buffers, those or things... Even if can... you do, because you like to look fine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Yeah. Those things you can you can buff the shine back into it and it will look even shinier than when when it's casted. Yeah. So because they they are unpainted models, they yeah. need to be painted. So you'll get like a nice dark blue panel with a big fucking nub mark in the middle where the where obviously there's been stress on the plastic. Yeah. So if you scrape that back and then come up through the grits, you can't even notice where it's been, and it makes so much difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dif oh. different colors plastics do suffer from that. I think blue and red are definitely one of those colors plastics. Oh, and that... black. Anything in black yeah. is so hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Bo, you were talking about hobby like panel lining markers. Do you want to tell us about those? I So, like, you can definitely buy pens and, you know, little markers that do it. Or you could just use, you know, ink. Um, but definitely when you're getting into... Like you know, starting off panel lining, definitely recommend these little, little little marker things, and it just works like a pen. You just draw in your little lines, and it'll flow the ink through it. Um, and they're usually pretty cheap as well. Like, and most hobby stores that you can buy Gumplorat will usually have a panel lining marker. Yeah. Some might not. Just from my experiences, the shops that do sell. Gumpler also have those markers. Mm. But they're very mm. easy to find on Amazon and eBay and things like that if you can't find them. But, mm. you, you know, and they're really good because you can add some depth and, like, if you go a bit overboard, you can actually just take an eraser and, like, erase extra or a cotton bud. You don't even need solvents or anything. Just get in there before it dries completely, completely, and you're fine. You know, you can add a lot of stuff. I actually um, rubbed it off I... with my fingers, so... Yeah, I rubbed it off with my fingers on some of them. My early ones. Yeah. God, like, man, you are a barbarian. <laughs> I was, Don't talk I to was me just going to add as well real quick that if you get a, you know, a cotton bud or a Q-tip, depending on where you are in the world, uh, and put uh, just a dab of rubbing alcohol on it, you can yeah. just wipe over and it will completely get rid of it. And it'll leave the yeah. panel lining that is seeped into the crevices still intact. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, not yeah. not having um, sleeping. That's the big thing. The other thing. thing is, the other thing is too, is fucking plastic glue. Now it's not essential. You don't need it. But if there's one thing I've learned, it's if it doesn't have to move, glue it. Mm -hmm. Because there'll come a time where you'll get a fucking earthquake or your dog will bump into your shelf or something will happen. Mark my words, and you will, your Gundam will fall and you will lose a piece. And it's irritating. So just glue it if it doesn't have to be moved. Just yeah. trust me on this. Not leg joints and stuff, but like 
If it's like a shoulder panel or something, then like, just fucking trust me. Glue it when you can. Yeah, but plastic glue actually gives another use besides gluing the pieces together is if you have two panels that you're gonna match together, there might be like an edge there and you can't really do anything with it. So if you just put a little plastic glue on it, shove them together, scrape it off with the hobby knife, everything that's coming up, that surface is gonna be silky smooth and it's gonna look like one whole piece. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's like it's like welding two pieces together, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and if you blend that weld with like the aforementioned tools, it will look like one solid shoulder piece, and it's really convincing and really cool. I don't yeah. do it enough, but I really should. Yeah, I've done it on my, on a few Leos. Like I have a whole collection of Leos, and I've done a lot of them. So uh, it it definitely goes the extra mile, and it's very cool to put them all together. Do, do you have a whole room for these guys named Leo that you're apparently snuggling up to? Like, <laughs> goddamn! Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, are you jealous, buddy? Yeah, I, save I some room for us, Obi. Oh yeah, there's plenty of room in here. Under my desk, there's a lot of room too. Oh no! Oh, perfect. Oh perfect. no! Don't make me go back in the hobbit hole. Oh. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, for me, um, there's definitely things that I do like about Gundam that I don't get from other hobbies that I do. Um, you know, they. It's a, like I said, it's a different itch to Warhammer. Um, for me, it's like I love, you know, how different each design is of the models. Um, like, you know, I love their cool robots. I love that they have super vibrant colors. You know, it's not just like grim dark. Everything is like over the fucking top, dialed up mm -hmm. to 11. And like, anyone that knows me knows that that is me. I have always dialed up to 11, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm like a Spinal Tap amp. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the vibrant colors of robots, it's just it's where it's at, you know? And I don't know about you guys, especially not Obi, because I know what you're like with painting, but I just have days where I don't want to fucking break out the paints. I just don't want to. And I can still sit there and just build away and just build this awesome thing at the end of it you know um, you just have a gay old looks, time <laughs> a gay old time is that i like to have it with you quite often actually you kind of no. my gundam build buddy <laughs> <laughs> oh. for the record um, here that saying is very australian <laughs> no that's old english mate okay <laughs> Although it's not just old English, it's ye old English. Ye old English. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and the other thing is too, like, to display them, you don't have to do much more than buy, like, a cheap Ditolf cabinet from fucking Ikea. Probably didn't pronounce that right. I'm sorry, Obi. <laughs> um, um, I'll send you meatballs to make up for it. <laughs> oh... Racism uh, jokes. But, Here we go. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> Sweden's not a race. Crawl <laughs> 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 oh, back to your dungeon, you you prison bastard. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that boy. Look, just because you're, mu you're the Brussels from Muscles, right? That, the Brussels from Muscles. That's what you've got to be like, trying to fight world wars on behalf of Sweden, man. Just... just 
Just chill. Simmer down, oh, all right, bro? Shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're very easy to display. They look really good in cabinets with a little bit of LEDs. You know, they look fucking awesome. Very rewarding. Yeah. And if you're like me, you put them on top of your shelf, not in them. Because <laughs> I'm a dumb, dumb bitch. Man, look, you're starting to sound a lot like one of those motherfuckers that would paint Warhammer on a sprue. I'm not going to lie. Ha! Oh, heresy! Heresy! <laughs> That's a hobby heresy! <laughs> Are you saying people actually do that? Oh, dude. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I actually, really? Real talk? I actually started out that way. Like when I was like 14, 15, though. Um, unfortunately, we didn't really have the internet, and I was a dumbass. Um, so what you're saying is, you're a heretic. I heritage. now have the internet. But, uh... Hey, you're still a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely still a dumbass. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So I got you guys to fill in the, uh, fill in the blanks, you know? Like Jurassic Park gene sequencing. Filling in the blanks. <laughs> oh, man. I had to get a dinosaur reference in somewhere. Um, Every right, time. so... Why should people get into Gunpla? Like... Make a case for it. Bowen, what do you think, man? It's fun. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yes. Go, go. And then. Yes. And oh, then. You, you, wanted, you wanted me to elaborate? You're a podcast, uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't realize you wanted an essay from me. I want um, an essay. I want your sources. All that shit, mate. Does Wikipedia count as a source? Uh, yes, the Wikipedia is the only source that counts. Oh, thank God. Okay, so, uh, I mean, like, if you're just after, you know, something that's like Lego, but better, you know, you don't have to put much uh, thought into it, you can kind of just enjoy yourself, you know, you don't have to worry about color schemes, you know, you don't have to worry about anything Warhammer that you have to worry about, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no war- in, in, no you know Gunpla is a good choice, because, you know... They're, I feel as if Gunpla and Gundams, they're more of a display piece than Warhammer just because of their size. Like, obviously, Warhammer does have bigger models that would do well as, you know, display pieces. Mm-hmm. But most Gundams, even their smallest ones, still look really good as, you know, like on a cabinet or a bookshelf. Um, but, like, as well as just slowly watching this model get built up, like... The more and more time you put into it, you're watching it go from just these little bits of grey that, you know, are shaped like an arm and legs. And then you start adding your armour panels and, you know, you got your helmet and that sort of thing. And then when you put it all together and pose it, it's just satisfaction. Yeah. I tend to always build them from the ground up. (laughs) So I start with the feet, then go up to the legs, the waist, the chest, then add the arms. What? Yeah. Most of the time, my last build I didn't do it, and I felt so weird. I was so, no, Man, I didn't like. It. No wonder I was running rings around you on that build. Um, I follow the instructions as best I can for a man that doesn't read Japanese, <laughs> um, like a good cause, boy. Because all the instructions in it are in Japanese, by the way, guys. You've got to look at the pictures. So those <laughs> yeah. guys that never, ne- those guys that never read the books in school but just looked at the pictures. This hobby's for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's a perfect hobby. Don't even need to read. <laughs> and let me tell you though, displaying these guys in cool poses and shit—that could be a hobby in and of its own. Yeah, yeah. Like it's fucking like 
you watch a YouTuber do it or something like that, and they get the coolest poses, and then my guys look like potatoes on a shelf. <laughs> I still love them, you know? Yeah, um, yeah action poses are really cool, and, and yeah. if you can actually pull it off, it looks super sweet. I think Gundams are like giving birth to a child, but without all the uh, bodily fluids or responsibility. And the you screaming. Know, and, uh, you forgot the screaming. So oh, no, there's screaming. screaming. Do a unicorn model, I promise you there's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about time you explained what... No, what no, no, we, we, we have an order of proceedings, man. An order of proceedings. <laughs> there's no script here, only an order. Yeah, yeah, no, look, it's scribed on the back of my hand, and there's a lot of blood, to be honest, so I don't know what to do here. Um, <laughs> I'm bleeding out, boys. I'm bleeding out! <laughs> yeah, um, the other thing is that'll get you into it. Apart from it being a fucking, like, shitload of fun, is how available it is for most people. Like, obviously, it's going to depend on where you are in the world. But for us in Australia particularly, they're pretty available. There's a lot of really good Australian-run businesses that have good, like, uh, import ties and stuff. They can even get you, like, premium Bandai models and stuff. Oof. Like, it's really cool. And it, let me know if you want an OB. If I can find it, I'll ship it to you, dude. Yeah. I actually like, got some premium Bandai stuff, and it, it yeah. took me, like, a year to get here. Uh, yeah, I'm really upset. I missed out on a model I wanted from the Gundam base. Um, I waited till I got paid, and I fucking missed out. That clear uh, one I sent you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an Andrew clear. It's not there now. Fuck. But I'm thinking about buying the clear Barbados. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a great time. It, it, you know, it might not be your only hobby when you get into it, but it's a fucking good time. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, right. I think they are quite available in Europe as well. You just have to find the store for it. I think there's like one or two stores in on online in sweden where you can get the kits so i've actually okay. bought most of mine straight from hobby link japan and get them sent oh over. okay yeah i don't even know if hobby link japan services i'll say like i haven't checked because like i haven't needed to to be honest okay you know? yeah. like our local hobby store where me and bowen go quite a lot because they just got it's a two-story hobby store Ooh. they have a whole aisle of hobby paints they have like everything dude and they have a wall of bandai gundam kits dude like dude. a fucking wall um yeah, it's, it's a huge. little moist right very now. lucky we are very lucky they even have a whole rack of vallejo paints oh which makes me very moist oh man i'm so jealous like my local store is <laughs> is not it doesn't have a lot of stuff it's only gw stuff and i'm, I'm crying a little bit yeah well, they actually don't sell GW, but the good thing is that Games Workshop is only a five-minute drive from that store. Oh. So we usually go there, and anything we don't get, we go to GW. Then we get ramen and circle back home. <laughs> <laughs> My we god. Are, you guys are living are the dream. We are, we are creatures of ritual, Bold and I. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what shit should we avoid when getting into Gundam, dude? Oh. You know? I definitely don't advise getting either the biggest one available, the PG, because it's so expensive. It will take you so long to get through all the parts. But I think a real grade is probably not a great place to start either. Because there are so many finicky parts uh, that it's going to be hard to put it together if you haven't 
had a little bit, at least a little bit of experience before. I'm not saying you you can't, but you'll struggle a little bit, and it might take away from your experience. So I, I'd suggest at least a high grade or a master grade. So, so you would say do not overcommit. Oh, that's the second time we've used it, and we're gonna make Look, it a meme. Kermit the Frog is our friend, and we will not overcommit. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would agree with that, man. Um, I think a high grade is by far the best place to start. Yes. Um, yeah, like, hands down. Um, the other thing is, I'm sure it can be done, because some people out there are wizards with paint, but don't fucking use Warhammer paint to panel liner. Okay? It's a shit show. I've been there, I've done that, I'm speaking from experience, and, like, even with the finest brush, it is so hard to nail that panel line to the level it mm. needs to be. Like, I have a Bawu, and um, it, it's just a shit show. Like, when we get socials going, I'll upload a picture and y'all can see. I love that model, because he was my first Gundam. Mm-hmm. And he's leaning on a little rock um, that I got from... A hero somewhere. rock? Yeah, yeah, he's got a hero rock. He's <laughs> a superhero landing pose, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Action pose, featuring rock. Um... Oh well, shit! Like Dwayne now, the Rock now, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Now Geo dudes here. They come for our money, bomb. We're fucked. <laughs> so what you're saying is your Gundam is leaning up against professional wrestler and famous actor Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh boy. Uh, oh, oh boy. Well, look. If he wants to come on our show, we'd love to talk to him about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he can teach us a thing or two about gymming because my god, my belly is getting big. Hey, look, that, that's a hobby belly. You earned that, all right? Oh. <laughs> Hard sweat and tears, baby. Exactly, and double stuff Oreos. <laughs> yes. With extra cream, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> There's always extra cream when you're around, buddy. <laughs> the other thing is, too, don't get lazy with trimming your nubs. Like, I know it's tempting to just fly through these builds and get on the shelf, but, like, for me, at least, I'm the sort of person that will never fucking sit right with me. I'll, sp- like, just mm. spend the time. Spend the time. You will not regret it at the end because your piece will look flawless. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. And in some cases, if you don't take the nub away, some pieces won't properly go together even. And there'll be yeah. a huge gap when you put the armor panels on it and it will just show when... Just go a little bit Take the extra mile, take it off, yeah. and it will take do. Off? Oh, no, no, take off the knobs. Oh, oh, oh the the knobs. The no- Fuck, sorry, I'll put my clothes back on. Uh, um. Yeah, yeah, just uh, put in a little bit more effort, and I'll promise oh, you, you it will look so much better. Huh? Are you painting while we record, Bowen? No. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! You are. I saw that no. Oh, oh never. You I son of never. a bitch! Now that's a hobbyist right there, guys. All right. Oh. Well, since since I'm gonna be the primary school teacher, since you're not paying attention, Bo, can you please answer the question? Um, forty-two. What's your favorite and least favorite models from Gunpla? Okay, favorite model. Hmm. Is either probably my Strike Freedom Gundam, which is a Master Raid and it looks really cool. 
Uh, or my Destiny Gundam, which is also a masquerade with a super slick and sick looking wingspan. Oh, and a giant right. and a giant buster sword and it looks dope as shit. Oh, that's the one that I have, but with minus butterfly wings. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway. What, what's your least favorite? That fucking Penelope. I oh. fucking hate that thing so Is fucking Is there some badly. animosity with, between you and Penelope? Did you break up? Oh, I did worse. Worse than break up, mate. Oh, you don't you don't understand. That thing is so big and all the parts where it's supposed to join are so small and it doesn't it doesn't fit properly and like the top part of it isn't even sitting on it properly. It's just, I just put it there and I'm just I'm winging it at this point. <laughs> it barely I can't move it. It's just in a fucking Snorlax fat guy pose where he's just like <laughs> It sucks. Is easily the worst model I have ever made, and it's it's annoying too because like me and a buddy we made that together, and it fucking sucked. So like, do you know how hard you it was? Ru- you ruined Gunpla for Addy. That's what you're saying. What I'm saying is Gunpla <laughs> has ruined my friendship, and that is clickbait. <laughs> but that kit so is we- is pretty like hard you can't really do many poses with it because it's so big right oh dude like again if we if we get socials i'm gonna put a picture up but yeah it's just the the panels on the top man they are so obnoxiously large uh, yeah, yeah. and like i didn't think they could ever get that obnoxious but here we are with the Fenelope. it yeah. it's yeah it's like at the end of the day like yeah it still looks cool on my shelf. Like, it still looks cool, but it was the worst experience I've had building a Gundam. Yeah. Alright. What about you, Obi? My about you? favorite model. I think it's gonna hang between two models. And one will be my heavy arms, and the other will be the tall keys, which are both master grades. Uh, and I've done a little bit of extra painting on these, just to pe- bring out a little bit more details. And I also started how, with adding stickers. How your uh, how your heavy arms and knees are they are they weak? Weak and uh, the, the, for some knees reason there is like there, for some reason there is spaghetti on his t-shirt already. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Where did this come from? Yeah, no I was idea. Ready for spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, th- those oh. are probably my favorite kids because I, like I said, I when I was a kid, I, a kid, I watched the series and they captivated me so much, and they are what embodied the whole series for me. You know the iconic yeah. scene with heavy arms dueling the talkies. It's it's etched yeah. in my Have- mind. Have you done the Endless Waltz Wing Gunner with like the angel wings? No, I have not. I Dude, not. that was my first Master Grade, and I think they redid it in a Vercar, which is like a, a fancy redo with like a whole bunch of stickers. So yeah. it's a pretty cool model, man. You should look at getting it. Yeah. Like, it, it's glorious. I have a, a regular wing kit Vercar in, in my, uh, in my okay. backlog, so. Oh, in in the pile of shame. In no, no, it's a pile of opportunities. We, we don't we don't uh-huh. shame here on the Knights yes, of the Hobby Table podcast. No yes, shaming. We, we, we have a nun out the back with a fucking swingy thing that shouts shame. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> you guys haven't met the nun. 
I thought she was yelling Shane. No, 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 my, no, not everyone's yelling at my little brother all the time. It just seems like it, okay? Um, we're not going to go into the period of that nun anymore, though, okay? Let's just change subjects. Uh, I think my least favorite model, however, was the Master Grade Epion. Um, Mainly because it was my third kit, and I think I, I I wasn't ready for it yet, and I messed up so many parts, and I broke a few things, put them in wrong, realized it too late, pulled it apart, snapped a few pieces, and now its wings are just, you know, flapping around, not really doing anything, so it's... I haven't committed yet if I'm gonna glue his wings in a pose, or if I'm just gonna have him flopping around there. So, so that was so a. Would you, would you say that's a, a your fault thing as a hobbyist or a failing of the kit itself as it is quite old? I think I'm it looking was. At getting that model. I, I think it's my fault because I didn't read okay. the instructions properly. You know, well, like we said, the instructions. <laughs> exactly, they're they're in a different language. The pictures are usually pretty good, but sometimes they could have been a little bit better. And yeah. I, I mean, you're already up. trilingual. We'll give you a break, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that that was my experience, at least, on, on the whole on the whole uh, building yeah. stuff. How about you, Blake? Uh, what uh, what me, did you say your favorite one? For me, my favorite is the uh, Strike Noir Gundam. Uh. Which is like, it's a strike, but he's in all black and red. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. has these awesome pistols, right? And me being Warhammer Man... When I did him, I uh, took his pistols and actually painted them up from the stock grey. Gave him a whole bunch of detail. They were like little lenses on them. And he's in this awesome position, like in the case of like his left arm stretched out with like a scorpion style thing coming out of it. Like, get over here! Um, And a pistol in the other hand. So it looks like he's ready to like get someone, yank it towards him and just blow their fucking face off. Like, it's just so cool. I love it. It was my second master grade. And... Oh man, still my favorite. Still, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. fucking love it. Uh, I really also like the Master Grade Sazabi, which is mm. just this big gigantic chungus. Mm. But he took so long. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. took like he took me like months to build, dude, because he was like six hundred pieces or some shit. Ooh. Like he has an inner frame than like. A skeleton on top of that of like meshes and shit, and then armor which clicks in and out of each other. But oh. a really cool model if you get the time for it. Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, I've looked at that one and uh, from the similar series, the RX uh, is it ninety three? I don't know. I think it's that one that's that's also being raved for being one of the better kits. Uh, I think yeah. the real greats on those that actually, but. Um, yeah, okay. those are definitely one, one kit that I want to try at some point. I think I want to get a, I think I want to get a real grade, um, or a high grade, Sazabi, mm-hmm. and try and color swap it to purple and green like Ava O One, and just fuck with it because I think it'll look spicy. Oh yeah, but uh, <sighs> I actually kind of want to hear your least favorite one as well because oh, I know there's, I know there's a story oh. brewing. Oh, I can feel my blood pressure rising just thinking about it. And Bone was there. He could attest to this. <laughs> I bought this Gundam, right? It was the Unicorn Banshee, which is like the black variant of the Unicorn Gundam. 
yeah. Master Grade. Um, the one with the shield. I get it home, I'm so hyped. He looks so cool. And I don't know if I'm just... If my T-Rex arms were fucking malfunctioning that day. <laughs> or I just... I've hit my head too many times. I had too many mojitos in my life. I don't know. But... I, this thing was fucked, dude. It fought me at every twist and turn. And I was that grumpy by the end of it. I, I didn't even want to put it in my display cabinet. I, honest to God, nearly melted it down with solvent and used it as sprue glue. <laughs> like, man, like, I was so fucking angry. Like, I, I, I rarely get frustrated with hobbies. Like, I get a little yeah, yeah. grumpy. But this was like, I'm ready to fucking burn this thing and sacrifice it to the sprue gods. <laughs> like, oh my God. I, thankfully... Since then, I had nothing but beautiful, easy, great builds like that went together so well. I had a lot of fun with the hobby, but that one model, dude, Oof. it fuck. I think it took years off my lifespan. I really <laughs> do. Like, I reckon that's where at least five of these fucking grey hairs my beard came from. That one fucking Gundam model, dude. Fuck it. Fuck its face. Don't ever buy one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't be tricked. It looks cool, but it's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, talking about all these models, is there any models that we we kind of wish we had? Any any that we we are lusting a little oh, bit for? Man, I'm a I'm a bit of a hussy for the old Gundams. So, yes. Um, like I said, I'm really hankering to do. If I can get it when it's Sananju clears from the Gundam base, but even if not, I just want to do a normal Sananju because mm-hmm. he's sort of like the uh, like the Sazabi but smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to do a Master Grade uh, uh, Barbados, and the big one is that one I sent you the other day. The uh, I think it's the Double O Lighting Edition. Mm-hmm. It's a thousand dollar Gundam. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? If I sell enough cups of semen, I could get it. <laughs> I actually got an ad for that today. It's so weird. I was yeah, like, you know what? What? They don't actually, actually let you sell semen in Australia. I think it's. I don't know why. I was I about to say, please. Everyone here jerks it a bunch. I was about to say, please clarify whether you meant an ad for that Gundam or an ad for <laughs> fucking selling a semen. Yeah, being a sperm donator, I had an ad for that today. I was like, huh. Well, look at that. I can earn 60 bucks while donating my semen. (laughs) Another way to turn your hobby into profit, guys. (laughs) I don't think they're going to be happy about the uh, Sisters of Battle model in the jar you include with it. (laughs) Oh, no. Why? Why did you have to mention that of all things? No. Hey, at least it wasn't a certain franchise to do with little ponies. Um, (laughs) Yeah, true. What about you, Obi? Have you gotten any crosshairs? I'm going to you because I know Bones get any time to think about this one. Um, I think since I'm collecting most of the wingsuits, uh, I'm going to be keeping my eyes out for a sand rock, probably. And uh, what's the previous version of the Altron? Shenlong. I have no I think. idea, but let me tell you, bro. Oh yeah, no, it is the Shenlong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if they do a master grade in that. I've only seen that in no grade. 
But let me tell you, we live in Australia. We've got lots of sands, lots mm. of rocks. I'm happy to stick and take one together and send it to you in the post. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Not what I was going at, but sure. I'll leave you guys in daytime and deal with sun for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> You've got enough already. It's good. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I was so close to getting sunburned. Like, I'm lightly burned. Oh, yeah. I went outside and it was just a trap. I don't even know why we go outside. Like, yeah, the graphics are good, but the game, the gameplay fucking sucks outdoors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, now, now that Bowen had some time to think, what uh, what model do you want to get, or models maybe? Yeah, have you got any new crosshairs, Bo? Um, look, I am not good with names, right? <clears throat> However, comma, um, there was this one Gundam I remember seeing, and it had these like massive cannons on the back, and I never found the name of it was it the gundam makes me s- i don't think so what was it a was it a gundam or was it a, like a zaku style one it was an actual gundam not zaku hmm i don't wow. think i actually know which one you mean oh you sure it wasn't heavy arms one with the missile pods on his shoulders and the two miniguns no uh, it was in the ca- well. it was in the, it was in the cabinet at uh, our local hobby store we will get to the bottom of that, and we will find it for you. Um, but besides that, um, I was looking. I, w- I want to get one of the like five hundred dollar perfect grade Gundams. I'm not really picky. Just I, I want to get a perfect grade with an LED kit to say I've done it. Oh yeah, I think that's the problem. Is I think it's about three hundred for the unicorn and three hundred for the LED kit to go with it. I think that's the cheapest LED one. But, honestly, you could probably run your own LEDs inside a lot of them. Like, uh, my Exia. You know the one with the cloak down on one side, Bo? Mm. Yeah, he can actually take uh, an LED unit inside of him. That GN core in the center gets removed. Oh my god, I dropped my pop filter. Um, yeah, he does that, and... Uh, you can actually put like little batteries in there and his eyes will glow and his chest will glow like Iron Man style. Mm-hmm. So that's an option you can look into. It's very moddable for a lot of Gundam kits. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I also... <laughs> I, also I also wouldn't mind like uh, custom 3D printing like some pieces for uh, Gundams. Like, mm-hmm. I-, I remember seeing a custom build of like a dude who gave like one of his... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Vidar. He gave it, like, this awesome-looking, like, 3D-printed uh, cloak, and it was, like, super torn and ragged and dusty and dirty, and it looked amazing. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, cu- coupled with, like, an awesome weathering effect that he did, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, armor damage and, like, you know, panels missing, bullet holes, that sort of thing. It looks so fucking dope. Yeah, That's yeah. definitely something I want to do. I want to get some of that streaky grime shit that Obi's getting with yeah. his mm-hmm. models. I want to put that on some Gunpla. Yeah, yeah I, want to, 100%. I, want, I want to. I really want to get into. I think I'm going to buy a high grade next, just like whatever high grade. Mm. I'm going to take a Dremel to it and just like battle damage the fuck out of it. Really practice using my airbrush for things like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it would be good practice. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, because it's a little bit cheaper than uh, Warhammer models too. If I'm muffing it up, you know. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it it'll be good practice to to get into airbrushing as well. I think. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely supportive of that. Yeah, I mean, I I'm already using my airbrush to prime models and uh and to like dry them between layers. It's really handy because I just have it set up on my desk. Yeah. I just like sprayed uh, air at it to dry it. It's really quick. Oh, uh, also, cool. if you get hot, you can spray yourself in the face, which is nice because Australia is a land of fire. <laughs> Just don't pull back the trigger when you do. Ah! <laughs> no, 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 that's the best thing. If it's really hot, you put a little bit of water in the cup and you get. <laughs> it's great. I love that. Uh, ho- <laughs> hobby Hacks with Blake and Bowen. That's right. Welcome to Hobby Hacks of the Round. Please table. don't include me in this. Ah, oh, fuck you. You're in. You're in. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. No. I'll Rick I'll Rick roll you again, dude. <laughs> it's um, not really a Rick roll if you just ask my Google assistant to I didn't you know, ask it, I paired to your Google thing from outside your room when you weren't letting me in and then I got in with it. It was brilliant. Yeah, and then apparently that's just, Google that's... called it The funniest thing is I got in one day. Where they're, like, with uh, Sabaton, they have a song called The Winter Sars, and it's, like, our version of a Rickroll. So we did, I did that to him once, and then I got in with the actual Rickroll. And then a few weeks later, he's like, bro, what did you do my Google Home? I'm like, I didn't touch it, dude. He's like, no. What did you fucking do? I'm like, dude, honest to God, like, I've been on Lawhammer with the boys all night, playing video games, I haven't touched it. He's like, bullshit. I'm like, well, well what's it doing? He's like, it just called me a fucking cuck. I can only assume it went over his porn history and just made an assumption. I don't know. Holy I don't know, shit. I don't know, man. I still don't know why he does it, because I can tell you right now, I didn't change my own name to Cuck. Dude, how funny would it be if mum... Like, one of our moms stitched you up with that. Like, just like... She doesn't even know what cuck means. <laughs> well, we don't know that She doesn't sure. even know what poggers means or any of this cool lingo um, nowadays. That's not... She doesn't even... Is. Okay, look, do you know how old she is? She doesn't even know what a LMAO is. She doesn't know what that is. Lo- she doesn't know how to lamau? Yes. She's so oh, old. No. And, you, you and you're telling me like. this person who can barely operate a computer is going to, you know, while I'm not home, come into my room and then change my Google Assistant to call me a different name. Is that what you're telling perhaps, me? Perhaps I gave them a free subscription to Skillshare and they've been learning. How do you know? <laughs> also Bruh, not sponsored. She did a free fucking computer lesson at the library and she still sucks. That's true. But she's yeah, I'm a selling her out. One. Anyway, anyway, um, the great thing about this is, yes, like as Bowen mentioned earlier, Bandai also does model kits of a similar vein for different franchises, and they are fucking cool. Yeah. So like Bowen, they do Evangelion ones, they do, um, they do Pacific Rim, like the Yay is. Yeah. Um, they do Dragon Ball Z ones, which look cool on the box but are mm-hmm. fucking terrifying i i don't like them uh, i, I, I actually have it. one yeah and it's pretty cool. yeah i i don't know man he makes me uneasy the way he looks at me i, I have to turn him to face the other side of the room <laughs> um there's um they also do pokemon builds which are pretty cute and pretty rad yeah um, i bought a, f- a few for my kid i i have a uh, <gasps> 
I have the Charizard, the Dragonite, Mewtwo, uh, Soli Galeo, and the Ho-Oh and Elugia for him. Dude, and he's they loved have a building magic carp. They have a magic carp that's like 30 centimeters long. <laughs> and the amount of tempted I am to buy that, and then seal it so it can go in a, an aquarium, fish, <laughs> and I have a magic carp, is like, through the roof. Like... It's a rad model, dude. I think I'm gonna buy it just to have it at my house because I love Magic Carp. He's such a dumb yeah, shit. Yeah. But he yeah. turns into such a beast. Yeah, I, I think if there is any non Gundam kits uh, I'd like to get, it's definitely one of the Evangelion ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bud. Because Evangelion, Evangelion is dope. Evangelion? Evangelion. You know, you know, it's funny, because I say Evangelion, but I've been watching too much Ola England. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I yeah. can tell. Thanks, Ola. Really cool. Also, if you want to come on the show, let us know, Ola. We got you, bro. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we got a guitar episode coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do. Soon. Soon. Soon.tm. Not TM. That, that's not our thing. Um, we would never borrow from another podcast. Uh <laughs> they also do one piece kits like the uh, ships mm. yeah I don't know I, I'm making is. crab claws with my hands one piece you know the pirate show no I don't with, actually uh, what how old with are you man monkey Deluffy you don't know one piece yeah Damn. No. one piece is cool as hell man it's like a shonen anime um mm. it's cool but maybe you're just not a pirate like us I don't know probably yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, um, oh, that's what we want to talk about. We're going to pull a quick 180 on you here. So guys, if you're just here for Gunpla, you can probably skip forward a little bit, because we're going to talk about some fucking heavy metal right now. That's what we're going to do. Because some exciting shit happened. Well, exciting for me, and use. Corn yeah. released a new album, recently. Oh, yeah. And I'm uh, in love, man. How are you feeling about it, guys? God damn it, it's so good. Like like I said, ever since Head joined Korn again, it's been such a wild nostalgia trip, and they've been knocking out music that's just killer, man. And this album is straight up there as well. It's So, the album's called Requiem. Yeah. Right? Just, just for everyone to know. Now, I have a slightly differing opinion to Obi. I think it's a good album, but I think the album before was better. Which one I was think that? this album is Miss uh, the Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. And, but I feel like this album is missing a bit of the soul, and I think that is Fieldy because Fieldy's off at the moment. Okay, he's get he's gone through some shit as far as I believe. I think it's a good album, mm. but don't think it's a great album. I'm still jamming it because new corn yeah. is new corn. Like let's fucking yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but, and it, it is good. Yeah. I think but it's why, not as good as the last album. I think why the nothing was so good is because what happened to Jonathan Davis. And yeah, you can as sad li- as that is. you can literally yeah. hear the pain in his in his vocals. And if I understand correctly too, I don't know what the recording schedule was like on this album, but I think I, I I listened to a thing. He was saying that on the album before that he had like four weeks to track the vocals. Mm. The last, like, for the nothing, he had, like, four months 
So he could really spend time perfecting those lines and those melodies and like nailed it. And it shows. Like it shows. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. You know. So but yeah, what what do you think of it, Bo? What's your hot take? Um do you actually want to know my hot take? Yeah. You're part of this podcast, buddy. What do you mean you haven't listened to it? I haven't listened to it yet in its entirety. You're full of shit. For real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get <laughs> on it. For real. Yeah, get get on it. I think, I've, listened to, I, I've listened to the, what was it? Start the Healing and Forgotten. Yeah. The two yeah. tracks they released before they dropped uh, the album. Mm-hmm. You've listened that to was Lost about in the Ranger as well. I know that. Oh, yeah. That, that was the song that came out, what, like a day before the album came out? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, to I be fair, it's only, well. a nine, it's only a nine track album, so you've listened to a third of it. Yeah, you know? it, it's it doesn't take long. It's like a half hour to listen yeah. to. Yeah, it, I'm looking at it now on uh, I on mean the evil streaming podcast <laughs> website Spotify. Nah, um, nah, no, no, yeah, it's thirty two minutes. It's a short album. Yeah, well, it's just for me. Like some other music came out recently that I've been listening to a lot more. You know, okay. Like I haven't really had time. To <laughs> um, well, it's not metal for one. But, I mean, it, it's a close genre I guess it's adjacent yeah uh I listened to a French uh synthwave artist by the name of Carpenter Brutt amazing musician he just dropped a new song uh Imaginary Fire absolutely slaps it's so fucking good oh yeah I'm gonna have to send me a link to that I think you showed me that right like yeah I actually don't mind it I'm not a big electronica dude, but I can vibe with a bit of synthwave. I really can. Yeah, yeah. And same then yeah. another uh, synthwave band that I listen to, Health. Uh, they recently just Ooh. dropped three new singles, um, all collab songs. One of the songs was with uh, Nine Inch Nails, which isn't a bad song. Like it's good, but I'm already not the biggest Nine Inch Nails fan, so it's like okay, I can take it or leave it. Uh, but the big one that got me, and even got, I'm sure, you, Blake, was yeah, a yeah, collab yeah. between, you know, Dark Synthwave, as, uh, you know, Health is, and Lamb of God. Yeah, that which song is big. slaps. So I'm not as big of a Lamb hard. of God fan as I used to be, I will admit, because, mm. you know, Never Meet Your Heroes and all that, but it is a good song. I think it's, it's a good way forward, you know, um, it's good. But uh, just quickly back on the Corn album, I love the second track, like the Dark to the Rest. That that song mm. just hits me, dude. Considering yeah. it wasn't one of the ones that they like uh, release as a single, that's mm. like my backtrack top fucking thing. You know, I just had the album. Every album for me has that back end song that I just fucking love. Like yeah. uh, the last Ghost album, Witch Image. It was like the song that everyone glossed over, but it's my favorite on the album. You know, um, yeah. And the other thing is. Obi got me listening to a band called Fit for an Autopsy. Oh yeah, they are brutal, man. So good. I don't know if it's about the brutality, but what I really like about them is they have the downtuned guitars without sounding muddy and just genty. I'm not a Mm. gent guy. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is too, man. Like my favorite track off that album. Um, I'm forgetting the name of it. Two Towers. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm forgetting the name of the the album though. Uh, but yeah, Two Towers is the song, mm. and I'm 
fucking loving it, man. Like, he's got, like, Chino from Death Tones fucking vocals at the start, and then it just mm-hmm. slaps, dude. Yeah. You know? It just slaps. Yeah, it's, so, it's a good album all around. I think my favorite yeah. would, would probably be a higher level of hate just because of the, the different yeah. melodies in it. And uh, it's definitely a great album. And the previous albums are just as hard, uh, I'd say... For example, if you would listen to, uh, God, what's this? What's the? Just going through their list here. Uh, the Great Collapse, for example, is also yeah, a yeah. really good album. Hydra, Heads Will Hang, Black Mammoth. My God, they're well. It gives really me really, uh, really uh, revocation vibes, which I like revocation, so it works for me. Yeah. But yeah, that's our little our little metal TED talk over here. Uh, I'm gonna just add something else real quick. Sorry to interrupt. That's fine. Uh, I didn't want to be one of those people where it's like, oh, I'm gonna judge something without actually listening to it. So, Obi, just for you, uh, I actually sat down and listened to uh, all of uh, post-human survival horror. Oh, nice. (laughs) And I will admit, there were a few songs on there that I was like, damn, these are really fucking good. Like the title track, Dear Diary. Well, yeah, 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 that's a great song. But yeah. but you know what, Obi? I will judge it because I know what Bring Me the Horizon is like, and I will still listen to Ghost instead of them. <laughs> Fight me! Fight yeah. me! <laughs> yeah, it's fine, man. But Bring Me the Horizon has has had a special place in my heart as well. It, Absolutely. It, the, I think uh, oh, the, that's the Spirit album, and um, that got me to a rough period when I. Yeah. yeah, I had Before a, a Blake a, a, Cuddles were an option. Precisely <laughs> that. And I think that's the same with Korn, man. That's why there's such a nostalgia yeah. hit. Yeah. They got me to such a rough period in my life. Yeah. yeah, for me for me, I'm I'm just that Pantera guy. And obviously I'm never gonna get Pantera music, like new stuff, but like that's no. that's my heart right there. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so I get it. Um the other thing is, just wanna bring up really quickly, Matt Hafey's new fucking project, uh Ibaraki. They just yeah. bought out a new song that I'm going to listen to soon because I really like their last one, Tamashi no Hokai. It's a banger. Yeah. Um, this new one's called Akumu. It's all, I think it's all like Japanese themed mm-hmm. uh, black metal oriented shit. It's pretty cool though. Yeah, yeah. Send me a link for um, that. I'll definitely cool. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. I'll send it through to you. It's pretty good. Um, Alright, well... I think that's a bit of a wrap on most of the subjects for today. We're going to start doing little metal powwows like that at the end of most episodes. Just so if people want to skip them, they can. But yeah. you shouldn't, because metal's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably not um, be only metal, because I listen to a shit ton of music. And if there's I something that will catch yeah. my eye, like Bowen's Synthwave, uh, like, dude, I listen yeah. to it fuck ton of stuff so there'll be not only metal but if you want some suggestions for really good music to listen to while you're hobbying it's it's great to to keep an eye out on what we're doing exactly because you know it's all community based and 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 music thrives from a good community the same way hobbies do so roll them together and you get a good community in my opinion which is what it's all about for me is community building yeah Um, well that being said um talking about communities we have a discord oh yeah um yeah yeah so uh, with this episode hopefully if we decide to not be stupid at what we do the link for the discord will be in the description for the episode 
Um, it's pretty bare bones at the moment, but we're building a community. Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither will the Knights of the Hobby Happy Hour Discord. But, Excuse me? The what? The what? (laughs) Fuck, did I just fuck that up? (laughs) You said Knights of the Hobby Happy Hour. Oh, man. Well, there you go. Um, There's a free shout-out. You traitor. welcome. You traitor. (laughs) Shh, they've infiltrated us. They'll hear us. Um, but can you believe this guy? Uh, can you Look, believe this dude, guy, Obi? You know how many fucking mojitos I've had today? Leave me alone. I don't <laughs> care, you traitorous scum. But we're going to have a link in the Discord, uh, for the Discord in the, uh, in the fucking thing, right? The description, um, yeah. The description. And we also have an email address. Um, for you to send us questions that we can answer on the podcast if you're lucky and not just swearing at us. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, if, yeah if you so have questions, you, you want to know about a certain thing, if you have any suggestions even, shoot us a message. Yeah, we'll get back to yeah, you. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're going to have a section on the Discord as well, but if you don't want to join the Discord and that's not your Jimmy Jam, we have an email and it's knightsotht at gmail.com. It will also be in the description. Yeah. And yeah. So I think that's all the housekeeping. Correct. And yeah. So until next time, crank that amp. Slay that gray. We are Knights of the Hobby Table. Happy hour. We are the Knights of the Hobby Table. Thanks for listening. We are professionals. <laughs> See you guys. Have a good Catch one. Catch you later, cunts. Bye, guys. <laughs>